Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The cloud of dust and a hearty high old silver, the Lone Ranger. With his faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Let's go, big fellow. I'll Silver. Working for a jealous foreign country, Rodney Martin and Mary Deming hoped to block the research of American scientists in quest of a new chemical element by intercepting shipments of meteoric rock between California and St. Louis. Martin and the girl had boarded the Butterfield stagecoach in California as passengers. Gunmen appeared when the stage was near St. Louis. They killed the guard and driver and unloaded the shipment of rock which they took to a nearby cave. The Lone Ranger had been especially appointed by the government to assist a federal agent in protecting the precious cargo. He found Inspector Black in the cave where he uncovered the stolen goods. Martin's men appeared, and in the fight that followed, the gunmen were defeated. The Lone Ranger's victory, however, was far from complete. Rodney Martin and the girl escaped in the stagecoach and Inspector Black was killed. 
lodestone walls of the cave were scarred with bullets. The air reeked with the acrid smell of burned gunpowder, and the wind blowing past a natural chimney seemed more eerie than ever before. Death had struck three times. Grizzly Smith had been killed in a gunfight, and Black had shot the outlaw named Rankin with the last of his expiring strength. Tonto finished roping the three surviving gunmen, then joined the Lone Ranger at the side of the fallen Federal man. Tonto, I've learned a lot. All three shipments of stolen ore are in this cave. Not plenty good. Martin and the girl are enemy agents. This man was Inspector Black. Uh, him fellow who wears silver bullet? Yes, it's a miniature bullet mounted on a ring. Uh, this ring. He told me to take it. He asked me to get that ore to St. Louis. We'll pack it on the horses of those gunmen. And what we do with prisoners? We'll leave them here. The law can send a man from St. Louis to get them. Black tell name a man in St. Louis? No. He told me to take the ring and died before he could say any more. Mm, not bad. Yes, it is. I'll keep this disguise on and go to St. Louis alone. I'll have to look around and find the man who's to take over the responsibility of the ore. And what me do? You follow with the horses as far as the Three Pines. Uh, you know where that is? Ah, uh, me know. Three Pines, where trail go close to canyon. Yes. I'll wait there until I join you. With enemy agents around, we can't take any chances of delivering the ore to the wrong man. Now let's take care of Black and then load the horses. Ranger buried the government agent near the entrance to the cave. Then the meteoric rock was packed on the gunman's horses. The Lone Ranger, wearing his disguise, set out for St. Louis at a fast gait while Tonto followed more slowly. In the meantime, Rodney Martin drove the stagecoach team. The trail to St. Louis was broad and smooth. Mary Deming sat at Martin's side. That Lone Ranger. Hadn't have been for him. We, we were could... lucky to get away, Martin. I know it. If the Lone Ranger has captured any of those men alive, they may tell all they know about us. I'll deal with them when the time comes. Other things are more important. We've got to see that the meteoric rock doesn't reach St. Louis. All three of the shipments we intercepted are hidden in that cave. What if the Lone Ranger finds them? I'm not underestimating that man. I expect he will find the rock. If he does, he'll try to carry out his mission by getting it to St. Louis. If he does that, he'll play right into my hands. Yes? Well, you'll have your hands full. He'll make it possible for me to kill him and do it with the full protection of the law. Martin, don't get overconfident. You'll see when we reach the stagecoach terminal and report the holdup and murders. Get up! Get up! sheriff's office was right next door to the terminal station of the Butterfield stage. Deputy Spex Miller sat at the desk of the sheriff. He was reading a report which he held close to his watery eyes and read it through steel-rimmed spectacles. When the door opened, he removed the glasses and blinked at a well-dressed man of dignified bearing who had entered the room. Howdy, stranger. I'm looking for the sheriff. Well, I'm the deputy sheriff. Miller's the name. 
Sheriff's next door at the Butterfield stage office. My name is Hamilton, J.C. Hamilton. Yes, sir. I'm glad to know you, Mr. Hamilton. Just call me Specs. That's what everyone calls me on the kind of these year eyeglasses. Now, what can I do for you? I'm expecting some goods on the Butterfield stage. But this is the sheriff's office. I know. It's the sheriff I want to see. I have a letter here. Oh, letter, huh? Uh, means I got to put my spectacles on again. Can't see close without them and can't see far off with them. Well, the stage is inside. Oh, uh, Sheriff, this year's Mr. J.C. Hamilton. Well, howdy, Hamilton. My name's Grant. I don't know you, Sheriff Grant. Uh, Sheriff, there's a letter here. Yeah. Mr. Hamilton is authorized by the government in Washington to take over a wooden chest that's Come in on the stage. Uh, what's in the chest? I don't know. Hey, fellas, here comes the stage. That ain't Jim Clark driving, is yeah. yeah, there's the stage. I'll see you later. I'll go with you. Hey, Sheriff, yeah. you better come out here. There's something wrong. Hey, just a minute. Wait till I find the case to my eyeglasses. Oh, hurry up, Spitz. There seems to be something going on. Now, hold on, hold on. Don't all of you try to talk at once. Quiet down. I'll tell you what happened, Sheriff. Yeah? I was a passenger on the stage. Uh, he was driving it when it came in. The name is Rodney Martin. This young lady is Mary Deming. You come all the way from California? That's right. Hey, Sheriff, the garden driver, both inside. They're dead. Did. The work of a masked man and an Indian. They also stole the gold ore. Gold ore? There's a chest full of it. Ore from the richest vein that's ever been found. Well, not only that, they tied up Miss Deming and knocked me out. Where did it happen? On the trail two hours west. And I demand that you send men out at once. I'll see that murderous pair brought to justice if it's the last thing I do. We'll get after him as soon as I swear in a couple of special deputies. I'll go with you. I can identify the killers. And I. That all was government property. I'm going too. I can confirm Mr. Martin's identification. Them clothes ain't fitting for riding. I have riding clothes in my grip. I'll be ready by the time the sheriff has his men organized. Mary Deming and six men rode west along the Butterfield Trail in search of the masked man and his Indian companion. Sheriff Grant, his deputy Specs Miller, and two newly enlisted lawmen were accompanied by J.C. Hamilton and Rodney Martin. Martin and the girl rode side by side and spoke in low voices. Martin, you said you'd kill that Lone Ranger. How can you do it with lawmen on all sides? We meet him, I'll put on an ant. Make him think I've gone crazy mad. Then I'll pull a gun and fire. Might be able to get away with it. Law won't touch me for it. You're counting on meeting that masked man. Yeah? Look ahead. A horse. Hey, Martin. Someone's coming this way. Rain up a minute, boys. Oh, 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 oh. Is that the man? Martin. He's wearing a black hat and he has no mask. It could be disguised. How about it, Martin? Well, it looks like the same horse and the man rides like the killer. But he seems to have changed his clothes and taken off the mask. You think it's the same one? I do. We'll know for sure when we hear him speak. He's coming in fast. Rain up there. Rain up in the name of the law. Oh, Silver, how are you? We want to talk to you, Christy. Sheriff, you're just the man I want to see. That's him. That's the one. That's the killer. I'll show Put you. Put down that gun. Hey, there. Why, you? Give me that gun, Martin. Who told you to draw and fire? He's a murderer, a killer. I saw him shoot that garden That's driver. That's no call to shoot him on sight. 
I'm the law around here. I'll handle things. Doggone, if I hadn't slapped your gun aside, you'd have killed him. There's room for doubt about that. You'll come it, mister. The law wants you for murder and stage robbing. Now he smiles. Martin, you said the murderer was masked. He wore a white hat and had a redskin with him. The white hat's tied behind the saddle. But the redskin... He's probably he's... gone into hiding with the loot. Steady, easy, Silver. Now, uh, Martin did see me wearing a mask, Sheriff. Okay. But it was he and the girl who planned the robbery and murder. That's not true. Well, now, Just a moment, you... Sheriff. Let me speak. A man known as the Lone Ranger was supposed to protect that stagecoach. How do you know? I was to meet him. Mr. Hamilton's got a letter from Washington giving him all kinds of authority. How are you to identify the Lone Ranger? He's to identify himself to me by a code word. A certain government agent was to give me your name and the code word. You? Yes. He was killed before he could speak. Gosh, is this the Lone Ranger? Perhaps this silver bullet will identify me. Why, you lying killer. You probably met the Lone Ranger and stole his horse and gun belt. Sheriff... Take us all into town and let me communicate with Washington by telegraph. We'll go there when you tell us where the loot is hidden. I'll tell nothing until I've checked on Hamilton's identity. You doubt me? I made one mistake in trusting Rodney Martin and the girl. He wants a stall for time to give his Indian pal a chance to make off with the gold. Gold? The contents of that chest. So that's what you think was in the chest. I told him what was in it. Oh, I see. Sheriff... Nothing can be lost by keeping Martin, Miss Deming, and me in custody. I'll now. take you into custody right now. And we'll follow your back trail till we find that Indian with a stolen orb. But Martin and the girl. I need them to identify the Indian. Take him, boys. I'll right. hold his arm. Oh, you won't. <laughs> Grab him. I'll fix him. Hold. Hit him again. Use that gun barrel hold again. It, hold it. That's enough. You've knocked him out. Give me a hand with him. Look him over to make sure he's not hurt serious. How about you, Specs? Are you all right? Yeah, I reckon so. I was sure spilled mighty hard. Why, it's obvious what happened. This man met the Lone Ranger somewhere, stole his horse and equipment, and then robbed the stage and thought he could bluff his way out of it. If he'd been the Lone Ranger, he'd have had a code word with which to identify himself. Tie him up and leave him near that pile of rocks. We'll pick him up on the way back to town after we found the Indian and the stolen ore. What about the horse, Sheriff? Should we take it along with us? Yeah, and the gun belt as well. Toss it over the pommel. We may find the lone ranger tied up somewhere on the back trail. The curtain falls on the first act of our lone ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. Now to continue our story. 
Sheriff Grant and J.C. Hamilton had no reason to doubt Rodney Martin's story that the man who called himself the Lone Ranger was an imposter, especially when he couldn't give Hamilton a secret code word. The Lone Ranger was knocked out and tied while the posse went on in search of Tonto. Silver fought to stay by his beloved master, but he was finally made to go with the sheriff's party. Come on there. Come on, Dad. What's the matter with that white horse, anyway? He's just playing rambunctious, Sheriff. Looks like he's going to fight every inch of the way. Well, do the best you can with him. Looks like he's calming down now. Maybe he'll be all right when he sees we're determined to take him along with us. Sheriff, I wonder if that man was telling the truth. How do you mean, Hamlin? If he'd stolen that white horse, as Martin said, it seems to me the horse would be more willing to leave him. Well, I don't know. But he couldn't have been telling the truth. He couldn't identify himself. Hey, Sheriff! Hey, what's the matter, Spicks? I've lost my spectacles. Well, did you have them with you when you started out? Sure I did. I had them in the steel case. I always carry that case in my hip pocket, but it's gone. Maybe they dropped out of your pocket when that man knocked you down, eh? Doggone, I'll bet that's what happened. Well, you can find them when you get back. Well, I sure hope so. They're mighty strong specs. Sir! Yes, Have you seen something? Yes, sir. Look over there. See those tall trees? Yeah, sure, I see him. What about him, Martin? Take these binoculars and look beneath them. What is it? You'll see several horses there. I can see the horses without binoculars. There's an Indian with those horses. An Indian, you say? Yes, one who helped rob the stage and kill the garden driver. Come on, boys. Here's the man we want. recovered consciousness with a sweltering sun beating down upon his face. He found himself as nearly helpless as a man could be. His ankles were securely lashed together, and his hands, crossing his chest, were tied at the wrists. His head ached frightfully, but this he ignored. He squirmed to a sitting position and looked about for Silver. Where is he? Silver! Silver, where are you? His voice rang out across the plains, but there was no response. He wondered how long he had been unconscious. And then came the sickening realization that Tonto would certainly be found along the back trail. Tonto and the meteoric rock. And after that, Martin would find a way to lead the lawman to the cave. A way to release the captured members of his gang and massacre the sheriff, his deputies, and the man from Washington. Time became a factor. Black had only lived a little longer. Long enough to pass the word that would identify Hamilton. He strained against the ropes, but found the effort futile. And then a glint of something brilliant caught his eye. A few yards away, he saw a shiny metal case. Spectacle case. It was the one that had fallen from the pocket of the deputy during the brief struggle. It seemed unimportant. The Lone Ranger again tried his strength on the ropes about his wrists, then gave up this effort as hopeless. Again, the sun reflected from the gleaming spectacle case stabbed at his eyes, and with it came an idea. An idea that gave the bound man's spirits a lift. I wonder. It's possible. He inched his way along the ground, squirming and sliding inch by inch, foot by foot, toward the lawman's spectacles. In the meantime, Sheriff Grant and his party came to the edge of a ravine 
where Tonto and a number of horses were waiting next to three tall pines. Tonto, seeing Rodney Martin and the girl, went for his guns. But when he saw that others of the party wore the badges of lawmen, he relaxed. Who there? Oh, 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 oh. Oh. Is this the Indian? That's the man. Get your hands up. Put him up. We get you covered. <laughs> that horse, Silver. You do a good ready, Silver. Look out for that horse. Hey, hey, he's broken loose. Hey, Gold, he's getting away. Look at him travel. He's running back. Never mind. Never mind that horse. Let him go. This Indian's the man we want. Stand where you are, Redskin. I want to take you in alive. But I won't hesitate to shoot. In the past, the Lone Ranger had used a lens from binoculars as a burning glass to concentrate the sun's heat. Now he hoped to do the same with the deputy's eyeglasses. He moved his fingers, straining within the narrow restriction of the ropes... To bring one lens into the right position. Tight, tight. The shadow of the lens fell on the ropes. Got to get it farther back. He moved the lens a little farther, and the brilliant spot of light grew smaller. Not far enough. His efforts brought the miniature bullet on Inspector Black's ring against his chest. The pressure distorted the silver cylinder. One end moved. Was that bullet hollow? Was the loose end a cap that covered a secret hiding place? Black said, the ring. Take the ring. The federal man had used the last of his expiring strength to say those words. The Lone Ranger redoubled his efforts to bring the spectacle lens into the right position. He strained against the rope for each small fraction of an inch to reach the focal length of that lens. And then the sun became a tiny dot. A brilliant glare of light with all of the heat concentrated on one spot of the rope. Blue smoke curled up. The rope turned black beneath the dot. One strand burned through, and then another. The Lone Ranger trembled in every fiber of his being, but his hand held steady. Another strand burned. The muscles of his arm were corded by the strain. Perspiration beaded his forehead. And then the last strand of the heavy rope gave way. His hands were free. No. The ring. He must first of all know the secret of the ring. He pulled off the cap and in a hollow compartment found a slip of thin paper. It held the all-important information. As he tore the ropes from around his ankles, he heard a sound that drove the numbness from his fingers and the throbbing from his head. It was the familiar rhythm of silver-shod hoofbeats. He saw his gallant stallion silver coming like the wind, great mane and tail waving like white banners. Good boy. Good old fella. Good fella. What? My gun belt on the pommel. The belt of silver bullets went around his waist. The heavy six gun slapped his thighs. He hit the saddle. He's a big fella. One silver. As he rode, the Lone Ranger stripped off the old shirt, used it to wipe the stain and sweat from his face, and then discarded it. He drew his own shirt from the saddlebag and put it on while the cool wind fanned his face, unmasked and undisguised. A mask went into place across his eyes. Now he was the familiar figure, the masked rider known throughout the length and breadth of seven states, the Lone Ranger. At the edge of the ravine... 
The contents of the saddlebags had been dumped in a pile on the ground. J.C. Hamilton, as well as the lawman, took Martin's word that gold ore had been stolen from the stage. And this is not gold ore. You're doggone right it ain't. I know gold ore when I see it. This is worthless rock. Speak up, Indian. What did you do with the gold ore? Me not talk. We know what you did. You've hidden the ore and replaced it with this stuff. Why did you hide it? Me not talk. Probably left it in a cave a few miles back. All right. We'll go there and take the Indian with us. Uh, Good uh, work, Martin. Well, Sheriff, uh, we can't leave this pile of rock on the stage trail. Yeah, that's right. The stage might run into it at night. There's no use hauling it. Why don't we just push it over into the ravine? That's a good idea, Martin. Come on, boys. Give me a hand. Right. Shove this stuff into the river down below. Right. Hey, look. Over there. It's that white horse again. And a masked man's riding it. That's the owner of that horse. Hey. Look at him travel. Martin. That's the man who robbed the stage. That's the one I told you about. Hey. You're the one we want. Big fella. Stand back. Get away from that ore. That's not gold ore. Of course it's not gold ore. Far more important. Hamilton... I have the code word. Give it to me. I'll identify myself with the reply. The word is Andromeda. And the reply is research. That's it. You are the man. Sheriff, this is the man. Stay right that... where you are, Martin. Sheriff, put this man and the girl under arrest for highway robbery and murder. They're enemy agents. Do as he says, Sheriff. Those orders come from Washington. Uh, you'll never get me. Oh, no. Get him. No, let me go. Good work. That got him. As for you, Miss Deming. Well... You win, Mr. Lone Ranger. What is this ore that's so important? That pile of stuff on the ground came from the constellation Andromeda. Scientists in Washington want that rock. You see that they get it. Doggone. I never thought I'd live to see the day when I'd be close up to the Lone Ranger. You know, mister, there was another gent tried to claim he was you. We left him hogtied. Yes, I know, Specs. He got away. Huh? He got away. He wants to return your glasses. I brought them to you. Sure enough, my spectacles. But how in... Tell me, how in tarnation did that critter get out of them ropes? I tied them myself. (laughs) He was helped by the power of the sun. It was weeks before the Lone Ranger had official word that the meteoric rock had been received in Washington. He told Tonto about it as the two sat beneath the stars. And the men in that cave told all they knew. Martin and all the others of his gang had been found guilty. That plenty good. It's a strange thing, Tonto. Martin might have succeeded if a pinpoint of light from the sun hadn't been hot enough to burn those ropes. Or if I hadn't accidentally knocked the cap off this ring. That's right. We don't realize what forces there are in nature. The energy in blasting powder is nothing compared to the force of lightning, or the waves pounding on a rocky beach, or the power of the sun itself. If man can ever harness those forces and make them work for him, there's no limit to what might be accomplished. Ah, plenty power in sun. Yes. What is that power? What makes the sun so brilliant that it lights every one of the planets? The moon, the earth. What makes it so hot that it can sear the grass on earth a hundred million miles away? What power drives the earth through space? What force sent that meteor to earth? Mm, Me wonder. 
What will the future hold if mankind ever harnesses such powers as these? Look, Kimasabi. Yes? Look up there. You see it? Streak in sky. Yes. Another meteor blazing through our atmosphere. I wonder where that one is going to land. The story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated.